Yeah. Yeah, look, when I was in jail, I was low key. Huh? Shout out to supporters that wrote me. Eat food, work out, and go sleep. You know, I'm praying he carrying both feet. Yeah. No, we got God with us. He look at me and see a God figure. Uh-huh. And when I stop vibing, I know that he with me, and I'ma always catch a hardship. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to say right now, Fabio got the hardest joint on that album. Might be the best verse I heard all year. I mean, he came out of jail just like Rowdy and Bobby, you know, just went straight to it. Uh, Yeah, about them. Not, like, as good as them. Rowdy, I mean, Rowdy for as sure. As, as, as Favi, but that's a whole different discussion. I mean, Rowdy came out the gate with it for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Facts. What up, people? How y'all doing out there? Real appreciate y'all time in your ears. Just wanna say that we've been spent some time since we had a guest and uh got my boy Reggie here with us. Yo yo. What up, Reg? What's going on, fellas? And the applause for the man. Yeah, you got to. You know, when you when you a guest on the show, friend of the show, you know, you got to make them feel welcome. That's it. Throw the air horns on like you in the club or something. <laughs> you know how the DJ yeah, come on like, yo, shout out to this person in the club. Like, bombs. yo, you remember when we um saw CJ? Yeah, who's actually short as hell, by the way. Nah, yes. Um, <clears throat> they do on the DJ throwing the air horns and yeah. just threw on his music. So yeah, actually, when I was watching him play his music, and I was watching him rap. And mm-hmm. like trying to mouth his words, I was like, "Yo, he did, does he even know his own song?" Probably doesn't. <laughs> I mean, or he's probably intoxicated. I was crazy. I was like, this guy. I mean, how do you not know your own song when it's yeah. been like running for like a year straight? Shout out to the Ghostwriters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't get enough credit. Facts. Yeah. All right. All right. So, my boy Reggie spent some time. Um, so, I just want to tell the background of how and I, how and I, <laughs> how me and Reggie met. So uh, we went to Montclair State University. Yeah. Shout out to MSU. Um, we worked at the rec center. And um, we just had mutual friends that were introduced. And um, funny enough, we've been in contact for some time and then even playing video games together. But uh, for today's topic, you know, I just wanted to get into it. Us as men, you know, it is mental uh, health month in November. And, uh, I just wanted to talk about, obviously we talk about subjects in regards to our mental health. Um, just another experience, another guest, another perspective on how he's dealt with it as a man, a black man at that. And, uh, you can go from there. So Reggie, if you don't mind, talk about your experiences with your mental health. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it pretty much really started, uh, when my parents got divorced, actually, mm-hmm. um, it was one of those things where, like, I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, I didn't know I was depressed until um, maybe a couple months in. Um, it was one of those things where, like, I just at one point stopped going to class. You know, I stopped going to class for, like, maybe a solid month. Mm-hmm. At Montclair. I, yeah. yeah. I, I just stopped going to class. I was just in bed making up every excuse in the book on why I'm not going to class. Um I'll just be at home playing video games mm-hmm. thinking it was going to solve my problems. And that also at the time I was a real people pleaser. Mm. Like I really liked trying to make sure my mom was happy. And every time she was upset, I thought it was my fault. Um, And I really didn't know how to really deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And then there came a time last year, fast forward last year, um, I ended up being homeless for three months. Mm. Um, 
me and my mom got really into an argument. And uh, one thing led to another. Some things were said. I was kicked out. Um, so I ended up staying with a friend that lives in Parsippany. Um, and we stayed. He let, He allowed me to stay for those three months. And then those three months were up. And I ended up sleeping in my car for like about a week. Um, my mom found out. She was upset with me because I didn't tell her. Um, but she allowed me to come back into the house. Um, that eased it, it eased it a little bit. Um, but even within that, it, it just, it wasn't sitting right with me. You know, so she gave me a couple months, you know, get money, grad, get an apartment and stuff like that. So two months later, I get an apartment with my brother. You know, I feel good about myself. I have a great job now. I got an apartment. I can make my own rules, live my own life. Um, but something was still missing. Like, I, I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel complete, in a sense. Um, and then that was when you and I started talking, like, we started communicating again, and then he was talking about how much he plays Fortnite. I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> At one point, you were talking about Will C, and now all of a sudden you're playing Fortnite. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Shut so up. he was just like, yeah, like, uh, let's load up. I was just like, okay, cool. Crazy. We playing video games, and then... Um, his brother Jalen, shout out Jay, uh, was talking about doing like a little um, every Monday we'll check in like as men, like we'll read the Bible, stuff yeah, like, like a that. Like a, yeah, yeah, like a Bible yeah, I study. I remember that. That's great. So uh, I took that seriously because I knew I needed to get back in touch with God in a sense because I feel like I lost my way a little bit. Um so I've been talking with them every week. Well, we would pray every week. We prayed twice on Monday. We read the entire book of Romans. Mm-hmm. Um, good book. Very good book. And we, we held each other accountable for what we needed to. Um, we talked about everything. Ups, downs, everything personal. And then I still didn't feel okay because it was just like, I'm doing every, I felt like I was doing everything I needed to, but the question was, was I doing it for myself or was I doing it because I had to? That's what it came down to. So I was just like, I feel like I'm doing this because I have to, because there's only one real way to get up to heaven. You got to do everything in the book. You know what I'm saying? We're not perfect. That's not going to happen. But I took a genuine interest in learning about God. And learning about the church. So it started from essentially kind of Jalen guiding you during your your, your downtime. Mm-hmm. Then you realizing for yourself that you needed for yourself. Right. So my church did uh, online like Facebook church. Mm-hmm. I started going to that voluntarily, just okay. off your own whim, just 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 going for it, and then like just just listening to what my pastor was saying. Everything that he's saying is what I'm feeling what I have felt or what I may feel in the future mm-hmm. happens every single time. And then there was just one day. It was I was playing my game, Madden, and I just pressed pause. I'm sitting there, lights, lights off. I took my headset off. And something told me to just pray. I got on my hands and knees by my bedside and I prayed for like a solid five or 10 minutes. I felt like I wanted to cry, but I didn't cry. After I said, amen, 
the men, the the weight that came off my shoulders that night. It it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't know what to feel. I was just like, oh my god, wow, this this is different. <laughs> like I was just like, oh my goodness. But then I I, I consistently kept the prayer going. Mm-hmm. Like it 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 went from one night a week to a couple nights a week to every night a week to waking up praying, mm-hmm. going to bed praying, going through the day praying. Um, I do it to this day. Like I'll wake up in the morning, I'll just say, you know, Heavenly Father, thank you for waking me up this morning. I thank you for my family, my friends, the things I take for granted. Just give me traveling mercy to and from home. And then that's going that's my prayer for the day. Yeah. I get home at night. Pretty much the same thing. Thank him for the day. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, I pray, Amen. And then that's that's pretty much what I do. And I'm I'm glad to say I'm out of that depressive state. It's been almost half a year now, and it's just it's primarily, in my opinion, it's primarily because of you and Jay for real. B. Hey, no, you I'm gotta serious. drop one of Clue's mods for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, man. Like you guys, if it wasn't for you. Really, like in terms of like spirituality and, and talking and stuff like that, I never really felt comfortable talking about my feelings because it's always me being judged, you know, mm-hmm. or I feel like I'm a I'm a problem to some people. But you yeah. guys are one of the people that I felt like I wasn't really a problem around. Mm-hmm. I could always express my feelings to you guys. Yeah. So the fact that I was able to openly and honestly talk about what I was going through, mm-hmm. you guys gave me solutions. You kept God in mind with those solutions. It helped me out so much. I appreciate that, man. You know, I think that, is, you know, just again, what this podcast is all about, you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's just us as men being able to express yourself in the way that you need to, you know, and without judgment. Because at the end of the day, that's why we don't speak up. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact of the matter is, is you know, it's freedom. And, uh, you know, your words mean a lot uh, just because, you know, that's why I think about that one person, you know, whoever listens to it, whatever the case may be, as far as any episode, whatever the case may be, um, I just worry about that one person. I'm not, you know, say like, wow, I needed that. And, uh, you know, um, as we all know, you know, again, when we speak about God and all that stuff, you know, you hear these experiences and feedback, you know, it's just real. <laughs> you can't, you can't make it up. You know, it's a raw story. And even for me personally, you know, I think that again, we've heard my story countless of times, um, so I'm not going to repeat it too, too much, but, you know, it's just being in the picture of with God and having a foundation of that and surrounded by that, you know, you kind of move differently. You think differently and you act a certain way. And it just shows you signs and wonders that um, sometimes you really can't explain. But when you do, people think you're crazy because you're like, what? And again, people just unfortunately don't believe. But, you know, the guy that we know and the guy that we honor, I uh, just a miracle worker, you know, and, and like you said, like with depression and everything, you know, it takes people years to get out of that, you mm-hmm. know. People need medicine, like legit medicine. Or professional help. Yeah, yeah. therapy. I mean, I've been in therapy, you know, and I don't expose it. I don't I don't really uh, have bad ill will about it because I think we all need it. And um, just the fact that, you know, you've been through what you've been through and you found your way. You know, and God led you, you know, it's great. Uh, just got to keep on I got journey. a cool question, though. What do you do um, to combat sipping back into that depressive state? 
a habit that I definitely um, picked up. In the beginning of 2021, I started in a, a Google Doc mm-hmm. that has journal entries of how I feel throughout the week. So I'll either write in it, I write in it when I feel like I need to okay. or when I feel like I want to. So in the beginning of 2021, I was writing down all these emotions, like in paragraphs, sentences. Sometimes it'll be a couple words. It has it, has it marked in terms of um, the month, the date, and the time. So at that time, like say January 10th, 2021 at 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm upset. Put the period. Whenever I feel like, yeah, whenever I feel like I got to write again, I'll write. Um, But I noticed progress throughout the year. I just, I randomly today when I was at work, scrolled up and I was just like, let me see what I wrote down in like February. February, I was talking about how I was going to ask this girl out on a date. I was just like. Did she do it? Did I do it? Yeah, Yeah. I did it. I, I look like a fool doing it too. (laughs) Look, look, it's all about shooting your shot. It's all about shooting your shot, bro. Yeah. Intentional, intentional. Yeah. But, um, and then I scrolled down to like around my birthday. Completely happy. I saw a complete difference. I was able to write down what I was feeling, the plans I have for myself, and notable quotes that I got throughout the path. You know what's so crazy? Because I... Exactly what you Yo, do. Yo, I, I do, do the myself. same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the same thing. I um keep a lot of notes in my phone, and now I was gifted a journal by my cousin um in 2020 mm-hmm. for my birthday. It was an affirmation journal. It's a weekly planner, so um I started using that. But still, from time to time, I write down stuff in my um in my notes. I've been doing it since I got an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So you know that's what a good what seven years now or whatever. Wow. So I look back at some stuff that I might have thought at the time or it was going through my life and it'll be like from July of as Ian knocks down the mic. <laughs> my, fault. my fault. My fault. But um I would do it and I would look and see like July of 2015 mm. how I was dealing during that time period and I would look now and be like, oh, this is where my life is. I look over and reflect on like my yearly goals and that's what I've been doing for the last two years. I've been looking back on like my yearly goals and seeing Okay, what did I do? 20, 2020, I wanted this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what ended up happening? Did I reach that goal? Did I not reach that goal? And I look back and I see like, oh, I did. So you know what I'm saying? So it's just like reassurance and it's just great. And it does something, I believe, to you psychologically mm-hmm. and emotionally to see that where you have come from, from you know, dark periods of your time. Sometimes they're not always dark. Right. But just certain periods of your time where it's just like, yo. I was in this state and now I overcame that or I said I was going to do this and I, I did it, mm-hmm. you know? So it was just great to do that. So this is very interesting just to hear that you essentially do the same exact thing that I do. Right. You know, now I do the same thing as well. Even when it comes to like experiences, I've been doing it as far back as I want to say 2014 myself. I don't mm-hmm. think I started when I was studying abroad at the time. And I'm just like, you know, I got to start writing these things because you know, it's like what you're feeling at that time, what you saw at that time or what you didn't know at that time. Mm-hmm. And then I've been, I have probably about two or three journals full of it from 2014 to now from different things, what I've been feeling. And it's like 2018, I remember I was at a dark point in my life. I didn't like waking up. I didn't like the fact that I woke up and cause I didn't like where I was at mm-hmm. work wise, professional wise, personally, all that stuff. 
Then when I was out in Ghana, I was writing out all my thoughts and stuff and what I saw out there and how I was feeling. And I was like starting to see a little bit of a shift. And even to this day, I still write from time to time, just like you, you know, what you're thinking at that time or what you're feeling at that time. Even when we were at the pandemic, I wrote for like a hundred days straight, just everything that I was feeling, like how am I feeling about this? What am I going through? What am I listening to at the time? What did I experience at work? Well, what's going on in our world? Things of that nature. Or even musically, like I was listening to like an album every day too. Just how it made me feel or comparisons of when it came out to now. Things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you're doing that and you continue to do that because you're definitely going to see a lot of growth and progress from where you are in 2021 and beyond. You know, the funny thing is, is that... uh one entry that I read today was um, it was a day that I was playing football with my, uh, with my friends back at home. And um, this guy that I, I went to high school with for like a year, but we kept in contact through Twitter because Twitter is Twitter. Um, Shout out to Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, he gave me a really, really wise quote. Um, his name is Lenny. And he... I was talking to him about everything that was going on with me. I was just like, look, mentally, I'm not, I'm not there, bro. I'm, I'm too busy worried about all these other things. And he said, Reggie, you feel a lot happier when you start worrying about right now. Mm. Because you're so worried about what's going on next week. So worried about what's going on tomorrow. So worried about what's going on two weeks from now. That you're not taking the time out to enjoy what you have right now. You're not taking the time out to enjoy the people that's actually in your life right now. You got 22 other guys that are sitting on the bench over there, happy that you're here, but you're worried about Sally down the street that could care less about you. You don't need that. So when he told me that, I was just like, wow. I've been really ungrateful. I was just, it just, it just put me at a standstill. And then I just started realizing, like, how many things I'm really grateful for. Whether it was my mom mm -hmm. taking me to my first Eagles game ever. Um, my brother just randomly giving me hugs because he's not a hugger. So I was like, whoa, is something wrong with you, bro? It, it makes you think, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's just random things. Or when people just give you something just because. Like, it, it really just makes you think. I was just like, wow. So then I just, started, I just started taking everything in. It makes me feel very grateful. That's a fact. Um, so if you, obviously going through what you went through, you mm -hmm. know, I've been through it as well, the divorce and everything, going back to that, has it affected any relationships that you've been in? Like? As far as, like, boyfriend, obviously, girl, your girlfriends? Or even like friendships too, because yeah. those um, get affected. In a sense, yes. Okay. Um, I lost a really good friend uh, in my depression. Um, be the friend that I was living with, um, I lost his friendship because of uh, because I because he allowed me to stay with him. Um, he told me that I, I really put him in a bad space mentally while I was there. Um, and he felt like I, uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to talk about. Sometimes it's, uh, he told me that it was in a space where it was just like, you know, I just need to take space away from you. And um, 
he didn't tell me that until like maybe three or four months later um, after he was already taking his hiatus away from me. And um, the only way I knew that was because, uh, like I said, we were really close. We were really close friends. Um, he had a birthday party. I wasn't invited. Typically, I'm invited. Um, one of our mutual friends, he was like, hey, Reg, where you at? Like, what's going on? I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, yo, so-and-so's having a, per- having a party. I was like, I wasn't notified. But we got on the phone. And he told me, he was like, the reason why haven't invited you is because you know I just I just needed a mental break and um I didn't want to tell you right away because I don't like confrontation and um I didn't want to hurt your feelings I was just like well one you already hurt my feelings because I found out from somebody else yeah number two we're grown men we're in our 20s at this point we're old enough to drink if we can't have a conversation as men What's the point? So he told me the last time we talked was August 17th of 2020. And he told me, he's like, you're going to hear from me again. Like, we're, we're going to have a conversation. We haven't talked since. And honestly, I'm okay with that. Um, I said my piece. He said his piece. You know. Um, so on speaking on that, I know sometimes it might not happen now it might happen later down the road are you willing to open up and have that conversation again and pick up where you left off because it does happen when it comes to friendships it does um but if i'm being completely honest with you i don't think i would be open to it um because i like where i am right now it's fair enough um i choose to be happy and as of right now i feel happy where i am of course, obviously, there are some things I, w- I need to change about myself because everybody needs to make personal changes. But um, I, I feel I feel good where I am. You know, I have my I have my parents. I have my mom. I have my brother, my sister, my aunt, my uncle who live in PA. I, I'm I'm pretty good, and I have friends. Like he's just one friend. Yeah, I I have a multitude of friends yeah. that I'm not saying he's re- like I don't. I'm not going to say, like, I don't want him in my life, but I don't need him. Right now, yeah. Don't need him. It's like, it's like what my foot, my, what, what, sorry. It's like what my football coach used to say um, when we were kids. He, uh, kids would be on the team and stuff like that, and, like, they'll be starting. They'll get all braggadocious. He was like, don't get it wrong. Like, don't get it twisted. We'd love to have you, but we don't need you. So that just plays back in my head from time to time. Like, don't get me wrong. I missed the friendship. Cool. But, but I, mean, I don't need you. Right. I don't need it. I've been seeing that. So it's been like a really, really occurring theme over like, I wouldn't even say 2020. I've seen a lot of people. Well, yeah. Yeah. Over the years. Yeah. I would say, yeah. So between 2020 and 2021, there's, I've been seeing a lot of people that had friendships, like that were close friendships, mm-hmm. decided, you know what? I don't need it anymore. And it's really fascinating to me, like, seeing that. And I really think it's because of the pandemic allowed people to change and really analyze a lot of things. And during that time period, unfortunately, long-lasting relationships have just ended. Yeah. So. Yep. I think that, um, you know, you need boundaries at the end of the day. It's what it is. Um, Sometimes you got to say no to people, especially for your happiness, you know. Mm -hmm. 
that's the first yeah. thing. Like your happiness, yeah. your sanity, those are top priority. Yeah, like why put yourself in jeopardy for that? And <clears throat> unfortunately, you know, sometimes we do that. You know, we put other people first, so we put other things first, and then we kind of take a step back and then just realize, like, wow, I should have never done it. But, you know, you got to go through those things to understand. But I think that overall, uh, you know, you live and you learn at the end of the day. Um, and like I said, you know, going back to your comment about writing and everything, uh, you know, obviously we all know that I'm an author and, uh, I think that's one of the best forms of just being able to acknowledge, you know, your feelings. And I think that again, just having this podcast and telling people and, and people hearing us talk in a certain way and people that know us now, they're like, wow, the, you guys can actually intellectually understand your feelings. I'm cool with that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a bad thing to be a man and to express yourself in a certain way because at the end of the day, how are you going to tell me how I feel? I'd rather be able to tell myself. So, you know, and be able to express myself. And obviously when I knew being in the relationships and everything, like, I just wanted to understand if I felt some type of way, just how to express it. Mm-hmm. And once I understood that, it was game over for me. So that was really important for me. But, um, Going back to you, Reg, and everything uh, in regards to your outlets and everything as far as when you, you know, going through what you were going through. Obviously, you said you talked about writing. Was there anything else that helped you as far as, like, just getting out of your dark moments? Oh, yeah. Um, There was a point in time. I was never suicidal, disclaimer. But there would be times where I will just call a suicide hotline just to talk to somebody Mm. because I didn't want anybody to really know what I was going through. That three-month period when I was homeless, it was the summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody to really know. So I would just call the suicide hotline, have them listen to me, and they were completely understanding. Like, they were just like, we understand that you're not suicidal. There are some places that they'll, they'll just tell you straight up, like, this isn't a serious matter and hang up the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But these people were actually, like, listening to what I had to say. And, like, they were holding me accountable, number one, and I'm happy for that. But they were also, you know, telling me how I can better myself. Yeah. I would be on the phone for hours. Wow. Hours. That was one outlet. Another outlet, video games. Video games saved my life, in a sense. It's a way to get away. Um, I've had every system from the first PlayStation, well... I'm lying. PS2? I'm lying. (laughs) I had a Dreamcast. No, that's one thing. That's one system I didn't have. What? N64 was lit. I had... So growing up, my first game system growing up was the Dreamcast. Okay. Then my father got the PlayStation 1. He didn't really play video games like that, so he gave it to me and my brother. Same thing with the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 3. Then he was just like, you know what? I got a promotion at work. We're going to get the new Xbox 360. But the only thing was he wasn't going to play for Xbox Live. So he he wasn't going to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember AG. back in the day when that first came out, me and my cousins, you was making new gamer tags every month <laughs> just because you get a one-month free trial. Yeah. We so was it until they stopped it. Yep. Yo, we we was good for like a year, dog. <laughs> we was good for a year. Yeah. So then uh, we went from the 360... Uh, Cause we had we got the, we caught the red ring of death twice. Oh yeah. Oh, that's tragic. So we went back to the PS3 because they had free online gameplay. Facts. And then we rocked with the PS3 until uh, the PS3 broke. 
And I was just like, oh, man, so now I got to get a new system. So I was just like, you know what? Let me go see about this PS4. So I go to the GameStop. They talking about it's like three or 400. I'm like, I was like, how much is this Xbox One? He was like, oh, that's oh, that, right, that right there? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, that's 150. Give me that right now. <laughs> Run it. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just playing that. And I've been with Xbox ever since. Yeah. Um, but yeah, primarily it's just video games, uh, writing, um, and hanging out with friends, really. So I have a question for you. Sure. Because um, a lot of places, they have outlets and communities. So for example, like I do concerts a lot, and there are some communities where I see people at multiple concerts, mm-hmm. and we've just became friends and just talked about not just concerts, but also like itself. When it comes to video games, you have like a community that you find similar people and you guys talk about these things. Um, me and him right now. Aside from you. <laughs> um, there's a guy that, uh, well, we didn't grow up together, but we kind of grew up together. His little brother played football mm-hmm. um, in the same community where my brother played football. Mm-hmm. At this point, I was already in high school. And we were we we're both Eagles fans. And uh, we both liked football. So we we matched, we had each other on Facebook talking about Xbox and stuff like that. He's like, hey, I have an Xbox too. Like, add me. And we just started playing 2K together. Still friends to this day. And then his friends became my friends. And to answer your question, yes. Um, we, we can literally, we have a group chat on our phones just talking casually about anything. Um, mostly it's memes, obviously. It happens. I mean, you got to keep the jokes running. Right. But, um, yeah, like, we'll have nights, even, like, tonight. We'll get on, we'll play 2K and stuff like that. There are times I'll ditch playing 2K to play Fortnite with them. They're just like, Rez, like, where you at? We need our big man. I was just like, well, your big man is on Fortnite, so <laughs> you can you can go ahead and have that. So, if I'm being completely honest, I have, I have more fun playing Fortnite with them than I do on 2K. Because they play, they take 2K way too seriously. Let's just hope they don't hear this. <laughs> they, 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 they won't. <laughs> but yeah, like Fortnite is, I think it's because it's cartoony. It's for the kids, you know? Yeah, I'm a big kid at heart. Always will be. Like, always going to be a kid. Yeah. No, no, we always going to have our like kiddish moments and, you know, we just wild out when we see something. We will talk about kiddish moments. I have premiere tickets to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> I'm the biggest kid there is. You want like, me stiff arming them kids just to be in the front? Man, listen. This <laughs> no joke. And I made sure I was trying to get the middle seats like in like the middle row. Uh-huh. That didn't happen. I got like the outer seats. But it's okay. I'm gonna be in there. You'll be in there, man. Yeah. yeah you gonna be all right, bro. But yeah, um to answer your question, yes. That's awesome. That's, that's really awesome, good. man. Appreciate, appreciate it. Well, Reg, want to thank you for your time. You know, um, again, another perspective on just your story. So thank you so much for sharing your story. We appreciate it so much. And uh, until next time, people, peace. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before y'all, before uh, anything ends real quick, uh, if y'all don't know, like he said, I play video games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh, shout them out. Shout (laughs) them out if you want Um, to smoke. So I have a Twitch account where I do stream video games whether I'm playing Fortnite with B, Jalen, Jabari. Shout out Jabari because I didn't say his name. Antoine, too. I didn't say his name either, and I should have. I'm sorry. Um, I stream almost every weekend or whenever I can because of my work schedule. It's Reggie, R-I-G-G-I-E, and the letters B-D-T. Okay? That's that's my gamer tag. That's my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Reggie B-D-T. 
Um, I also have a YouTube. Same thing. So you can follow me on there and subscribe, enjoy the streams. Like, yeah. like we got you covered, bro. Yeah. Share You'll find everything from Call of Duty to 2K. Recently, I just put up two 2K videos. So hopefully you guys like those too. So yeah, that's it. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. All right, we out. Peace.